0: Have a thought. I have officially decided to start recording my voice and putting it on the internet. Now I've been doing this for years now, but I've been doing it with my face, and I used to do it in live streams for hours on end. But that quickly stopped once I got a real job, and I got tired, and life got a hold of me, and I just stopped making content, and I. Absolutely hated the time I spent not making content. But I couldn't get myself to set up the camera, set up the lights, get in front of the camera, record my face, not like the way I look, edit my face and everything, and then post on the internet. I just, I couldn't fathom doing it. So I decided, you know what, I love to talk. So I just record myself. And that is why we're here right now. Welcome to the podcast, That One Catholic, hosted by yours truly, that one Catholic girl, aka my name is Vanessa. By the way, if you're new to the channel, that's how I used to start my YouTube channel videos that I don't post anymore. I know. Okay, I know. You guys are on me about it. My parents are on me about it. My conscience is on me about it. I'm sure it's my guardian angel telling me, Vanessa, how about you make some YouTube videos? I know. Okay, I know. I'm I'm going to get back into it. I've just, I've been dealing with a lot I've been very tired lately dealing with health things. I also got a real job where I work in a warehouse now. Your girl, she works in a warehouse. You best believe on the weekends I take full advantage of the fact that I'm not working. I wear dresses and heels. And I'm wearing dresses and heels to Walmart. Because it's the only time I can wear dresses and heels anymore. Which is to Walmart, Sam's Club, and Mass. And for that reason, I dress over the top. But it's because at my warehouse job, I'm like wearing sweats. I'm covered in dirt. At the beginning, I tried like dressing all cute. I'm about a year in working at this warehouse and I have not dressed cute in weeks. Brushed my hair? What is that? What's a brush? I only know about brushes on the weekend. But anyways, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know who I am, I am a Catholic content creator or that's what they call me. I make or used to make Catholic YouTube videos, educational ones on YouTube, obviously. And I've kind of branched out of YouTube. And I've started making like short little funny clips on TikTok and Instagram because I like the fast pace thing of it. I like being able to post it and go and interact with you guys. It's is a lot easier than filming a YouTube video, editing it and sending it out. I'm very critical and I do not like when I make a video and I'm not in love with it. There's so many videos that are like archived on my computer that are not posted, ones that are even edited. They're about to be uploaded. I literally wrote a description for them, but you'll never see them because I'm overly critical and I don't think that they're like quality content for you guys. And so it makes it a little hard for me to want to make a YouTube video if like I'm overly critical of the video itself. And then like I said right now, I'm, I'm struggling with a few things health-wise, you know, mental-wise. And so that has like deterred me from making videos. But I miss you guys. I miss talking to you guys. I miss talking to someone. You know, it gets pretty lonely. My sisters are both in Michigan right now. I have two sisters, an older one and a younger one. And they're both in Michigan living their lives. And I'm over here with my parents in Los Angeles, California. And I'm lonely. I'm really lonely. And I talk to myself anyway. So I figure if I put a mic in front of my face, at least it looks like I'm not crazy. Who even knows if I hit record? I did. I remember. I, I Yes, I hit record. Just checked real quick. But anyways, like I said, if you don't know who I am, I'm a Catholic YouTuber content creator. I make content on the internet about Catholicism. It used to be very educational. I really want to be in Catholic media. It's always been my dream. I want to be on the radio. But every single time I tell people I want to be on the radio, they kind of go like, mm, maybe TV. And I thought, oh, it's probably because they think I have like, I look beautiful or something. But no, it's because I have one of the most annoying voices ever ever known to man so that's probably why they're like it's a whole package deal you know like her voice stinks but at least like she she has she maybe her hair will deter away from that or like distract away from that i'm a whole package deal but right now you're just getting the voice hopefully you don't click off i don't think it's that bad I think it's horrible. But you know what? Maybe you won't think it's that bad. So, um, like I said, Catholic content creator. How many times am I going to repeat that? I'm 24 years old. I'm turning 25 this year. Quarter life. Whoa. I hope it's more. I mean, I hope it's not my quarter life. I want to live for a long time. Like, I want my grandchildren to be, like, very blessed with a very, very elderly grandma. That'd be cool. So, anyways, I'm going to turn 25 this year. I was born in 97. I'm an August baby. Oh, I got a text. I'm a summer baby. That's me. Vanessa, the summer baby. I live in Los Angeles, California. I went to the university, California State University of Los Angeles, which I found out recently is a very, actually, very liberal college. I mean, I knew it was liberal, but I didn't know it was like that liberal. And I was, like, Googling away. I was listening to a few podcasts about different things. And my school keeps coming up in the conversations. And I'm just like, was it really that bad? I guess so. I mean, with the name Los Angeles, it has to be bad, right? Well, I live in Glensville, California, which is a city in L.A. County. And you can kind of guess how my surroundings probably are. You know, very liberal people. People who don't really like my opinion but I'm very vocal about them. I'm a person who will wear a shirt that says that real men are pro-life or real women are pro-life and stuff like that. I will wear a shirt that has a big word of Catholic on it when I'm going to family events. Most of my relatives are Protestants who have left the Catholic church. Literally, they're Protestants. They're not just like, oh, They were raised as um, non-Catholic Christians. No, they protested the Catholic faith. And that is why they're no longer Catholic. So I will go with my Catholic shirt, which always kind of catches me. This is just like literally this podcast episode is just me thinking out loud. I'm going to have a script next time. Maybe not. Let me know if you guys like this. But one thing I do find interesting is that my relatives will approach my mom and they'll start, like, attacking her for being Catholic. My mom is a fam- from a family of eight children. And only two of the children remains Catholic. And one of them is a very, very liberal Catholic. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But the rest of them are Protestants. But my Protestant relatives will always go to my mom and say things like, Oh, your Pope does this. Or you worship Mary. You worship the saints. Or whatever comments that they're making you know, and I literally she her daughter is literally a Catholic YouTuber who wants to be a Catholic apologist who studies the Catholic faith. I hear nothing. Not one peep. So I find that interesting. I'm just like, if you guys have real questions about the faith, if you want to make real claims and you actually want to hear some truths, how about you reach out to the person that like prides themselves, which I don't really pride myself, but a person who they probably think I do. A person who actually learns about, learns, learns the word learned I don't know proper English what is that someone who actually studies the faith why not ask them the question because at least maybe they'll lead you in a direction to an answer because if you are so firm in your belief it shouldn't matter whose mouth the information is coming from you know like at least let's talk to someone who knows what they're talking about not saying my mom doesn't know what she's talking about but like they try attacking her and asking her questions and they're trying to catch her, like, ha you can't answer. But if they actually want to have, like, a conversation because they're so educated um, about the Bible, then they should reach out to someone who um, actually, like, will claim that, hey, I know I got an idea of what I'm talking about. But they won't. So, unfortunately for them, my mom over text message is an apologist. Like, she is, like, a really, really good apologist, like, um responding with verses you know typing out these eloquent um eloquent is that right um text messages like where is this um miss um mom of that one catholic girl mrs mom of that one catholic girl coming from like um like where did she get all this knowledge all of a sudden well it's because i'm behind the phone and i'm like telling her i'm like okay mom text them this text and that and then my mom's like typing away really slow and she's just like, you just do it. So like all of a sudden it goes from my mom like typing LOL every five seconds because that's like my mom's like very worried over text. LOL, okay. It's just like sometimes I'm like, mom, I broke my fingernail and I'm bleeding everywhere. And she's like, LOL, okay. She's like, that's not the proper reply, but all right. I understand. I could tell from your LOL and from your okay that you feel bad for me. But all of a sudden it goes from my mom sending like memes sending random memes about random things about random things i said it twice so all of a sudden being like well according to the catechism of the catholic church paragraph blah 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 blah. we see in verse blah 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 blah, and that is why catholics do not worship the saints or mary but instead recognize their importance in the Christian community and the body of Christ and the communion of saints. And all of a she's like bringing up the Didache and the history of the Catholic Church and how built Western civilization and how the Eucharist is deeply rooted in scripture. Mary did not have any children from LOL OK to this like paragraph. Like they should just not text my mom about any of this because they will be they'll get an essay. Look at a full on essay. We're excited and everything because I'm not going to be I'm not going to get plagiarism. One time in college, I wrote a paper and my professor did not like it. She wanted us to write a paper about oppression, right? Um women being oppressed. And I thought to myself, "All right, lady, I don't want to write about that because personally, I'm doing just fine." I am a 5'1 Latina conservative Catholic girl going to a very, very liberal college. I was premature. I have no friends. I have no sense of humor. I'm kinda ugly. You know, like I'm not the I'm not elite whatsoever. But I don't feel that I don't understand what oppression. <laughs> what impression are you talking about? Because I'm not recognizing it. And it's so funny that I'm getting it from like a middle age, like my professor is like a middle aged, like Caucasian woman telling me that I am oppressed and that we're all oppressed. And I'm just like, it's very elitist of you to tell me this, but I decided to write a paper about how women aren't oppressed, And I asked her first, I said, can I switch it? Like everyone's going to write about the same thing, but could I switch it and try to, Claim that women aren't. She's like, sure. So what I did was I wrote about the Catholic Church and the role of women in the Catholic Church. I wrote about you know these women throughout history, not just in the Catholic Church, but in science, who 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 like made the world what it is, like women that we recognize today. I decided to re- um for for years we've recognized them. I decided to write a paper about that and prove my point that. Um, it was about um, Victoria Wolfgang, maybe. I think that was her. Wolfstein, Victoria Wolfstein. Let me know if you guys know what I'm talking about. But she wrote a um, poem about if Shakespeare was a girl or if Shakespeare had a sister, how no one would um, read his writings or her writings because she's a girl and she's not a man like Shakespeare. So I want to make the claim. And I find it so funny. It's kind of ironic. She is talking about how like if a woman wrote Um, the Shakespeare writings, she wouldn't be recognized because she's a woman. But we're literally reading this lady's poem that's famous. Last time I checked, you were a lady and you're famous from this poem. So irony at its finest. So anyways, I decided to write this paper. And my professor, this paper was supposed to be 10 pages long. I wrote 14 pages because I'm like that. I, I like to write. I don't know when to shut up you know people think like oh wow vanessa has a lot to say but it's really like i do have a lot to say but it's also because i don't know when to shut up like all the boys i've ever dated i can't tell you one thing about them because i talked the entire time poor things poor things poor things anyways i wrote this paper and we had to go to office hours and my professor is reviewing my paper she's looking through it she gets from the first page barely she barely finished the first page, and you know, on the first page, MLA format, half of the page is the title, your name, the professor's name. Why is her name on my paper? Anyways, I wrote it. Anyways, so um, she goes through the first page and she she goes, "Not enough information." I'm like, "Well, there's 13 other pages following this one, and the work cited." And so she doesn't like the paper. We got in an argument. Anyway, she told me I had to switch the paper. I'm stubborn. I didn't switch the paper. She's not gonna tell me what I can write in class. She already okayed it. Technically, that is a contract that we made in front of the entire class, and I'm not changing it. Also, I wrote a 14-page paper, and you think I'm going to rewrite? I have things to do, like drink diet root beer, so I didn't. I didn't rewrite it. I didn't, I didn't even change my grammatical errors that she told me to change. I was so stubborn. Anyways, I submitted the paper to, to her, and then um, when I got the grade back, this is coming full circle. Just in case you forgot what we were talking about, it's going to come full circle and you're going to go like, okay, that's why she told us this entire story. Um, I get the paper back and I get a B on it. And you know why? It's because in my work cited, I put a reference twice. I accidentally copy and pasted the reference twice. And for whatever reason, that knocked me a good amount of points. So when I said I submitted work cited in my essays to my relatives when I'm talking on behalf of my mom. You know, my mom, on on behalf of my mom, I was baptized for her faith. I was baptized within my first year of life. So on behalf of my mom, I'm texting for her to my relatives. And I include the work cited so that they can't come at her and say that she's plagiarizing. Or that I'm plagiarizing. I'm like her ghostwriter. I'm the ghostwriter for my mom's apologetics text. If you ever text my mom or ever email her and all of a sudden there's a bunch of um, apologetics information. is either one, she's watching my videos. Thank you, mommy. Two, she's listening to me talk about apologetics. Thank you, mommy. Or three, it's me. You can usually tell that it's me because I won't write LOL okay. I'll write LOL okay A-Y. I make sure to write out the whole word okay whoever abbreviated okay it's such a short word it's like wanting to abbreviate the name Eli well Eli is a abbreviation it's not abbreviation a nickname right I don't know my words I really sucked at grammar in school I really I really was the worst also at science too science and English not my strong suits math I also did poorly in in school, but I think that was more of laziness. And also, I see numbers sometimes, and I'm just like, is that an 8 or is that a 17? I could not tell you. So at work, I'm counting out things, and I have to recount a lot. Because I'll go, okay, 1,000, 1,001, 1,000 and – wait, did I say 1,001? No, 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 Vanessa, you know you wrote – you said 1,001, you know. Now I'll start back over. One, two, three. I'm like counting out parts. I mentioned I work in a warehouse. I work in an electronics warehouse. I'm working with like a bunch of things like watt resistors and like cables and batteries and stuff. I don't know what they do, but they're pretty. And the cord that I'm using today is actually thank thank you work. The cord that I'm using today, the cord that's plugged into the microphone that I'm using today comes from my work. (sighs) Useful. Useful, useful, useful. Well, anyways, guys, this is my podcast. And I've talked for a little too long. But if you're wondering, what is this podcast going to be? Is it going to be me just mindlessly talking about absolute nonsense? Probably. But I'll make special episodes for that. I'll just go, like, maybe weekday talks of random things with Vanessa, that one Catholic girl. But I also on this podcast channel, I also want to go back through a lot of the um, very interesting, like, talked about controversial apologetics topics that we talk about every single day, and bring in some further insights that I've learned or conversations that I've had. So we're going to go through all the main topics, the sacraments, we're going to go through that stuff again. So if you don't, if you haven't seen my YouTube videos, you don't need to watch them anymore, because we're going to filter back through that. I'm also inviting guests onto the show, and I think I'm going to have a recurring guest on my podcast, which is my older sister, Veronica. And if you guys have ever watched my live streams, you guys will know who Veronica is. She is infamous. I don't even know if that's the right word, but Veronica and I are famous for arguing with each other on um, the internet. When we would do live streams, we would argue. We're getting heated debates about like apologetics topics and some of them just like not being that important, but we've get getting heated debates because we're both stubborn in our views. So even though we agree, we're both Catholic, we're both conservative, there are times where we will argue. So if you guys want to hear the same side arguing about maybe something that's like the semantics of a word. I don't even know if that's a proper term, but the, we get caught in semantics sometimes then you guys will want to hear it. And she brings a lot of insights. We get into like very, like our conversations are not superficial. They, um they're not shallow. I mean, they may be, but they go deep. Like we'll talk about the color pink of a shirt. And then we'll go into the, like, we'll go into, sorry, I got distracted for a second. Um, We'll go into the depth of what pink actually means and what does it mean to wear a shirt and how our shirts made. And whether or not that shirt looks good on you. So she will be on this podcast. And um, other than that, that's really all I have planned for now. But she's super excited about it. I'm super excited about it, about it. And I hope you guys are all super excited about it. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Let me know what you guys think. You guys can reach out to me on my various platforms. Right now, I you can reach me at my um, website, which is that one Catholic girl.com. You can reach me at my email, which is that one Catholic at gmail.com. You can reach me on my various, you know, social media pages. There's that one Catholic girl on Instagram, on YouTube. So whatever you do, however you reach me, I love to hear from you. And, um, I love you guys. God bless. And I can't wait to talk to you in my next one. Bye-bye.